If he is in your dreams, nothing can stand against him. Starring Seth Green, Ashley Judd, Blake Rain, and Ray Liotta. The Identical. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters September 5th. See the trailer at theidenticalmovie.com. All right, straight ahead on the Kevin McCullough Show uh, for today, we've got a special uh, treat for you. In studio, three beautiful ladies. Anne-Marie Morell, Morgan Brittany, the actress. You know her from Dallas and Gunsmoke and uh, Andy Griffith and a whole bunch of others. And uh, the lovely Dr. Gina Ludan, who's all with us. Uh, it's going to be a great discussion about what women really want in this uber pro-feminist era. We'll talk about it now. When I see these headlines like we had this last weekend, uh, again and again of uh, uh, evidence that other nations even are taking the terrorism threat more seriously than we are, uh, I get a little mad about that, and it bothers me. But I'm glad that you're with us. Let's, uh, let's commit ourselves to the day's agenda, right? Obliterate confusion, amplify truth, pursue clarity. If we do that, we will have uh, all the skills necessary for us to face what we've got going on. I'm really excited about today's show. Um, Kevin McCullough, my name, my phone number, 888-589-8840, and uh, the phone line's open all the way through. But I have three, uh, can I say babes on Christian radio? Three three <laughs> babes in the studio. Anne-Marie Morell, Morgan Brittany, and Dr. Gina Loudon have uh, been here. And But uh, the reason they're in town is that they're, well, they were on Fox and Friends this morning, and uh, my, my good buddies up at uh, Avenue of the Americas said, hey, uh, you got to make sure you have them on. I said, no, they're already scheduled, so don't even give me that mess. <laughs> uh, but What Women Really Want is the name of the book, and uh, it is brand new. WorldNet Daily Press is the uh, publisher. It's been endorsed by Michelle Malkin, Sean Hannity, Glenn Beck, uh, Chuck Woolery, um, Game show hosts getting into this. Well, I have a feeling that uh, the Morgan connection is working some of that Hollywood magic. Uh, Neil Cavuto, uh, Congressman Louis Gomer, who's one of my favorite guys in Congress right now. Yeah, I wish I wish we could take him and um, Trey Gowdy. Trey right? Gowdy yeah. and uh, Mr. Inhofe from Oklahoma and yeah. multiply them and just uh, fill all the spots Me with too. those guys. Look who's on the front. Uh, the three of you. Yeah, but let's Oh, Sarah Palin. Yeah. Sarah Palin. How about that? The, the uber political chick uh, <laughs> in Sarah Palin. That's right. Uh, but we're so excited to have you guys. And uh, if I can say that uh, generically, of course, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, advance a feminist cause in any way. Um, but you're, you're here. You're in New York. You're, you're on the tour of this book. But I want to know what made the three of you who are you each have had a successful career in a certain discipline. And, and now you're kind of going down a different path, which is of activism and really engagement uh, of, of uh, the issues of the day. 
tell tell us your own personal story and what you want, why you wanted to write a book together. Usually, this is one of those things where it's like uh, I don't want anybody else messing with my ideas. Mm-hmm. I've written three. Uh, I I don't know if I could co-write with someone else, but mm-hmm. what made you guys want to come together and do this uh, collectively? Anne-Marie, we'll start with you. Gina forced us. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when Dr. Gina Loudon says she's going to do something and she has an yeah. idea, it's not just an idea. Right. It is, it is an action-oriented thing. Yeah. And, and she turned it into just talking about it. And she, she actually wrote the whole, um, whatchamacallit, outline for us. And then we just followed her lead. And it's been so easy and such a beautiful journey. And it's hard to say that with three women. We've been working together now for years. Mm-hmm. And I love these women. We we are we're we're really actually good friends in real life. We there actually choose no to hang rights. out together. This is not <laughs> yeah. this is not Hollywood contrary to Morgan right. sitting here with us. This is I think one of the things that, that we wanted to say by the book, you know, so many Women will get catty with each other. I'm just going to lay it out there and be honest. I've never heard of that. And in this and in our business in particular, we saw a lot of scratching and clawing that we found particularly Mm -hmm. repulsive. And we wanted to we wanted to say to the women of America that we know that real, true, genuine, treasured friendships are something that women really want. And so it was the natural title of the book. It fell out of the work we were already doing together as activists and and with our website, politichicks.com. And so this was a really, the whole thing is very authentic and natural and fell out of what we were already doing together. It just made sense for us to reflect what we've been hearing from women across the country. Uh, Morgan, Brittany, uh, Mm -hmm. Actress Supreme, why this topic uh, for the book? Why what women really want? Because I think a lot of women, I mean, I know that Dr. Gina and Anne-Marie and myself, we interact with a lot of women across this country. And so many women were getting frustrated by saying, we're being demonized by the media for our beliefs, for our religious beliefs, for the way we want to raise our children, for having a, 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 a family, family values and morals. And they don't know what to say. And they don't know how to be active. And they don't know how to get involved. And they feel like they're alone hmm. and they're by themselves. And so what we decided to do was to kind of say, we've got your back. We're there for you. And this is what, this is kind of our guidelines of how we came to be. And it's sort of, it's from the heart. We've written from the heart and we kind of open up who we are and where we feel that we need to go. And we want to empower women and not let the media and the left just dictate everything to us. I mean, we're sick of it. And plus, Kevin, the the What Men Really Want book would have been too short. It's just like three bullet points. That's pretty much it. So we decided to go I for the women. I think Dr. Really Laura want. wrote that book. Uh, and she it's was a ex- And by the way, she was exactly right. Uh, it's a on note three, card. Yeah, on those three points. Right. Uh, but Dr. Gina, let me, uh, let me drill down a little bit on this because um, I've got to think that there the, – antithesis of what this book is is everything that pop culture says currently precisely so you knew you were going to get some blowback on talking about the values of what's in this book but but you felt strongly enough about it you needed to go forward with it anyway yeah we feel like um and Anne marie says this really well so i want to i want to throw it to her here in just a second but we feel like that our culture has been so degraded that it's been made about the most base body functions out there and we don't want men or women to be reduced to that we feel like the old feminism as we like to call it we consider conservative women today the new face of uh, really what what Anne Marie coined the term feminineism and that is being proud of how God made us in our in our in our feminine way right and and we really wanted to to show things like some of the some of the words they use like choice you know we're not really talking about choices at all we're talking about limiting choices they They've politicized our bodies and what happens in the most private places in our lives. And we feel like women are worth a lot more than that. And so we wanted to talk to that. And I I just have to let Anne-Marie comment on this because she is the the queen of this topic. (laughs) Well, I wrote an article this weekend about for WND about how the feminists today are trying to say that Republican conservative women are dragging women back into the 1950s Mm. when women were working from, you know, at home. They were raising their children and cooking dinner for their husbands. 
And I'm kind of okay with that. I think that a lot of children are suffering because women aren't doing that. But they're trying to say that the new woman should be more like Beyonce on the VMA Awards, where she was dancing around like a stripper and with the giant word feminist behind her, when actually what she is and what the new feminist movement is about is sexualist. They're not feminist. They, they, there's not anything about the word feminist that represents femininity or female even. They don't even want to be called females. That's, they, they think that's sexist now. So, um, so yeah, it's, we are trying to raise better awareness for being feminine and celebrating who we are, not, yeah. not, not allowing them to, to criticize us or be afraid of them for, for criticizing us for being women. The 1950s is what they say that uh, you're dragging them back to, but in reality, right. if you really want to get down to the to the equality part of the feminist equation, you got to go back to the 1920s mm-hmm. because that's when the discussion was, can women own property the same as a man? Can right. women uh, work at the workplace the same as a man? Uh, what I perceive to have come about, and what I wrote about in my book, The Kind of Man Every Man Should Be, kind of the other half of this, but it was much shorter, I will admit, uh, <laughs> is that uh, the 1960s d- decided that they were going to replace equality with mm-hmm. an idea called sameness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and men and women yeah. aren't the same. That's right. And they're not interchangeable. That's right. In fact, uh, if, you, if you hold a faith-based view, as I do, uh, that uh, God created us, then he created us with distinctions that are actually beautiful and designed for a purpose. And Morgan, mm-hmm. you, you you were living and, and working in pop culture as this trend was probably at its at its heated highest. Absolutely. What, do you feel that uh, that we're we're able to recover from that, or is the Beyonce version of what was on the VMAs and and even going back last year to the Grammys when she looked like a prostitute and her husband was dressed uh, to the nines in a tuxedo. And I thought, man, if that's not the caveman mentality coming back. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, that's what I forgot to tell you, too. The the caveman part, they are more like cave women allowing men to bonk them on the head and drag them by the hair into the caves. Do do what I want for my my stimulation and titillation. Anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, you saw it kind of break down, Morgan, but talk to us about where you see it going. Is it possible to recover this? Well... You know, I started I started out in the entertainment business in Hollywood in in the fifties. So I did shows like My Three Sons and Gunsmoke. As and the, a child, and, and, you always <laughs> she always that. that because she still looks thirty two. <laughs> she does. Oh, Thank you guys. Yeah. But I was you know I was Opie's girlfriend on the Andy Griffith show, and you can't get any more wholesome than right. that. Mm-hmm. You know. So I grew up and I saw the changes. I talk about this in the book, What Women Really Want, and we. I talk about the culture and how it has evolved and how I saw the seeds of liberalism and the left taking over and pushing agendas and how they were really getting their way during the sexual revolution of the 60s. They were pushing the bad boy image. They were pushing, you know, uh, uh, I guess, easy rider with the drugs and the whole thing. But... The American people pushed back hmm. and they said, we, we don't we don't want this. And they stopped going. Yes, they had the young people that were going, but everybody else kind of pushed back and families were still together. And you sat down in front of the television set. And if you think of some of the shows in the 70s, um, you know, you had the Brady Bunch back again. You had wholesome shows sure. that you could sit down with your entire family and watch. Well, the left had to back off a little bit because they knew they were pushing the envelope too far. Well, now all bets are off. There sure. are no they envelopes. are doing <laughs> anything. Anything, everything. And it's time to stop. <laughs> Kevin McCullough coming right back. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough, and I've got some great news for you. Uh, You've been hearing me for weeks brag about the new quality of sleep I get uh, in each and every night that I now sleep on a thing called my pillow. It's uh, for a lot of scientific scientific reasons as to why that's occurring. Uh, One is they've got this interlocking fill that stays in place and supports your head uh, and does it uh, better than down, better than memory foam, better than anything else that's out there because the way it interlocks and works together. It's just better technology. But the other parts of my pillow that are awesome is that that technology has now brought about them some recognition. For instance, they have been named the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. Now, that's like the Food and Drug Administration for uh, your organic broccoli. They're saying this is the best. It's the only pillow endorsed by the National Sleep Foundation. 
Now, if that means something to you, and I would think it does, then you should take advantage of their incredible celebration. Because for the month of September, Mike at MyPillow told me that they're going to take 50% off everything in the MyPillow store because both their pillow and their bed topper were named the official products of the National Sleep Foundation. Again, only endorsing one product in each category that they uh, list. Now, the bed topper, I've told you about that too. My lovely bride, it's four inches of sheer uh, wonderfulness on top of our mattress. Uh, She is now expecting our next child. And she had not been sleeping well. We got this bed topper. She began to sleep long and deep every single night. In fact, uh, this uh, holiday weekend, she woke up on one day and said, Oh, man, I can't believe what good sleep I got last night. In fact, uh, uh, the the father-in-law has been over visiting for most of the month of August. He wanted to see his grandbabies. He lives in California. We live in New York. And uh, he, he had had a hard time with sleep apnea and snoring and some other stuff. We gave him a my pillow his second night of his three-week visit. We didn't hear him snore the rest of his visit. In fact, he said, can I take the my pillow home? <laughs> Well, we're going to make sure he gets more than just that because we're going to take advantage of the 50% off sale at MyPillow.com celebrating the fact that the National Sleep Foundation has named them the products that they will endorse. They also uh, guarantee, they, MyPillow, guarantees their product not to go flat for 10 full years. It's warranted for a decade. I dare you to find a pillow that has that kind of guarantee of performance anywhere else. And for whatever reason, if you just don't like it, don't like the way it looks, whatever, you can return it, no questions asked, the first 60 days that you have it. What do you have to lose? Absolutely nothing. But here's what I need you to do. I need you to call this number and get your my pillow ordered and take advantage of that 50% off uh, everything in their store. It's 800-506-2641. Now, this is only for the month of September. 800-506-2641 and use promo code KMC for Kevin McCullough when you call. That's 800-506-2641 or MyPillow.com. We will never experience anything like this again in our lives. One, two, three, four. One team had the longest winning streak in sports history. 12 years, 151 games in a row. Inspired by the extraordinary true story of De La Salle High School. We were never just about winning. We were built on families and our town coming together. Until the longest winning streak in sports history is now over. But when you lose more than a game, how do you find your way back? People always ask me what it's like to never lose. Today I am lost. Because it's not about winning. We got caught up in the hype, the glory, and the relentless pressure. That's not who we are. It's about growing up. Don't let a game define who you are. Let the way you live your lives do that. It's about standing tall. When the game stands tall. A film about faith, family, and football. Starring Jim Caviezel. In theaters August 22nd. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Go to StandTallResources.com. Live from New York, Shadow of the Freedom Tower. Kevin McCullough, glad to be with you. Uh, my phone number is 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. Maybe you have questions. Like I said, it's a very tough assignment, but uh, I faced it bravely today. Uh, but uh, we have uh, Anne-Marie Morell, uh, who I, I just love saying her name because it just... It's, it's, like, a, it's, it's like a merry-go-round. It's a wrap in and of itself, it Anne-Marie Morell. Uh, and Morgan Brittany, uh, the actress that you've come to know and love, Years and years, great shows uh, all across the spectrum. And Dr. Gina Loudon, who's uh, one of the, uh, the favorites around these parts. Uh, so we're, we're glad to be here. But I'd like you to interact with them, and we have the ability to take your calls, 888-589-8840. Maybe uh, you want to discuss uh, feminism. Maybe you want to discuss uh, the roles of men and women. They happen to have written a book, What Women Really Want. Uh, published by WorldNet Daily, and uh, my friend uh, Joe Fair and those guys over there doing uh, good work as always. Um, Dr. Gina, uh, you're the only one that has the uh, degree in psychology in the room. And um, what do you think the modern feminist uh, mindset, and I said before we went to the break, the sameness, uh, replacing men, uh, in the, who was the biggest loser in that move, in the culture? 
I think we all lost. I think the whole entire American culture was lost in that propaganda move, as it were. Ironically, Kevin, I actually went to grad school with some of the leading feminist scholars in the country, some of the historic feminist scholars, and I got to hear them talk. I went to grad school incognito. My pastor gave me full permission to virtually lie the entire way. He told me he would take my sin from me, which was really nice of him, um, and, <laughs> and, and just to get through because my first master's degree was uh, taken from me for being a conservative. And so I eventually got it back, but that's a long story. Anyway, so he said, go get another master's degree and a PhD. Those who are in academia know you kind of have to get the master's degree to get the PhD. So I went, and this time I didn't tell anybody what I was about. And mm. I wrote about things that were not controversial, like relationships and things like that, so that I didn't have to get into politics at all. And I didn't have to lie very badly that way. And then I gave my testimony at my graduation, which was really, I, I raised a few eyebrows, let's say. But I spent enough time there to understand that th the feminist movement was really about a Emasculating men. The, the, moder the modern movement, the 1960s version. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we call that the, not the modern, we call that the old feminism, right? Because we believe that we, conservative women, conservative Christian women especially, are the new face of the new feminism. And I guess that's true. I guess really I distinguish the 1920s differently because I call them the classic, because they did fight for equality. It wasn't right for a man to be able to sell a piece of land and a woman not to be able to, to own that same piece of property or sell it for the same. So okay, I, so it's, it's Susan over B. now, Can we Yes. move on. Oh, I mean, absolutely. That's, kind of, that's yeah. kind of our argument. And, and we want to bring back the focus on what really does matter to women, as is, of course, the title of our book, What Women Really Want, Shameless. But I will say <laughs> um, it, it's, it's freedom. It all comes down to freedom. Freedom to worship our God, Kevin. Freedom to protect ourselves via the Second Amendment and the First Amendment. That is our right, of course, to assemble and go to the church we want to go to and not have that imposed on us. Um, it is also the freedom to protect our children from atrocities like Common Core. These are the things that when we talk to women, and that's what we do because as we have right of the country, right. when we talk to them, that's what they're saying. They are not echoing the old feminism. So we just wanted to completely begin the new movement to moving forward and back to the place of freedom for women. Anne-Marie Morell, question. When the, when the president came out uh, yesterday on Labor Day talking about uh, pay inequality, and he mm -hmm. still made a, a hat tip to women being paid less than men, what what does the data show us? What is what is what are, what is the truth about women in the workplace and what they earn by comparison to what say they were doing uh, uh, compared to men uh, sixty years ago? Uh, I think what what you're talking about. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I can't hear myself. Uh, what you were talking about in the twenties, there was a time and place when we needed feminists. We needed to earn the vote. We needed we needed um, equality in the workplace. Now, if there's not equality, we can work on that on a one on one basis. We can go. Uh, Whatever the, the the issue is, we can work on that at the time. We don't. It's not a big giant overall problem anymore. No matter what they say, if you're not getting paid as much as a guy working construction, that's probably because he's never going to have to leave for maternity. He can stay there and work really hard. He can lift more than you. He won't break his back or break his fingernails or whatever. And wow, I'm going to get in trouble for saying that. But um, but that's it's it's a different world. Right. It's kind of like the civil rights movement. Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson Jr. They were very necessary at a, in a time and place. Now they're trying to recreate the, the, the problems that they had in the past. They're not here anymore. Well, we they need, to they need the meal ticket to get paid. They I mean, need that's, that meal that's ticket. Part of and the so do the old feminists. The same thing. Yeah. You want to know what's really ironic? You, you talk shoot. about inequality <laughs> in pay. Hollywood is the worst with women. Women don't make near the amount of money that big-time male stars make, like t uh, Tom Cruise. You know, we're talking 40 million, George Clooney, Leo DiCaprio, Johnny Depp. Do you, how many women do you know that make that kind of money, $100 yeah. million or whatever per picture? Maybe, I think, Angelina Jolie is probably the top, but most of the women in Hollywood, and they're liberal uh, out there, they're way down the pay scale. So and, it's so ironic they don't, to they me. Don't, they're not marching on no, Universal. No, and you never hear <laughs> anything really about yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Morgan, Brittany, thank you. Uh, Anne-Marie Morell, stay where you are.
and Dr. Gina, one of my favorite ladies on the whole planet. Uh, so honored to have you guys in studio with me today. Uh, coming up, more of your calls and more discussions with the ladies. The book is called What Women Really Want, and you can get it on Amazon.com. Go right now. Help push it to uh, number one on Amazon. What Women Really Want is the name of it. And uh, yeah, I think I do not think you'll be disappointed. Uh, I, I get a lot of books for free. This is one of them I told uh, their publicist. I said, I, I'd pay for this one. <laughs> because it's the material is that good. Anyway, coming right back uh, on the Kevin McCullough Show, live from New York in the shadow of the Freedom Tower, right next to Trinity Church. We will never experience anything like this again in our lives. One, two, three, four. One team had the longest winning streak in sports history. 12 years, 151 games in a row. Inspired by the extraordinary true story of De La Salle High School. We were never just about winning. We were built on families and our town coming together. Until... The longest winning streak in sports history is now over. But when you lose more than a game... How do you find your way back? People always ask me what it's like to never lose. Today I am lost. Because it's not about winning. We got caught up in the hype, the glory, and the relentless pressure. That's not who we are. It's about growing up. Don't let a game define who you are. Let the way you live your lives do that. It's about standing tall. When the game stands tall. A film about faith, family, and football. Starring Jen Caviezel. In theaters August 22nd. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Go to StandTallResources.com. Hi, I'm eHarmony.com founder Dr. Neil Clark Warren. From the very beginning, eHarmony has helped Christians find their perfect soulmate. And I'm so proud to share with you that 565,000 marriages have started on eHarmony.com. Most of those marriages are between two dedicated Christian persons. After years away, I'm back as CEO of eHarmony.com. And I am deeply committed to the importance of maintaining a strong allegiance to everything Christian marriage stands for. Who you marry will have more impact on your happiness than almost any other decision you make. We promise to do everything in our power to help you succeed. Make sure you trust this sacred task to a company that accounts for 438 married members every day. Go to eHarmony.com and get started today for free. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. And if you're a regular listener to The Kevin McCullough Show, you know that I spent some time in Israel this past spring. When I got back, I realized there are so many people that would like to go see the land of Israel. But I know that it's expensive and times are tough. So one of the things I thought I could do, just because I wanted to, was take some of the 1,000 photos that I took while I was there, distill them to about 400, and put them in a book so that people could see at least what I saw through the lens of my camera. I did not realize what a joy and blessing it was going to be to so many people. That's why we decided to offer it in the ebook format. Yeah, a photo ebook that you can download to your tablet, to your smartphone, or to your computer. And if you would like a copy of the Kevin McCullough photo ebook on his trip to Israel titled From Shiloh to Shalom, all you got to do is send me an email, kmcradio at gmail.com, and request Israel ebook. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. Gentlemen, the identical. I think this boy's a star. He had a gift. Sing songs, write songs. That's all I want to do. His father had a plan. God set you apart, son. You're going into the ministry. I don't hear this call Daddy wants me to hear. His family had a secret. You're about as close to the real thing as I've ever seen. It's time to tell him the truth. He has a right to know who he is. But only God knew his destiny. Just want to work some of my songs. Nobody wants to hear your songs. You're a pretender, buddy. You are nothing. The love of God seeks us in every situation. If he is in your dreams, nothing can stand against him. Starring Seth Green, Ashley Judd, Blake Rain, and Ray Liotta. The Identical. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters September 5th. See the trailer at theidenticalmovie.com.
All right, we've got a ton of people that uh, want to weigh in, so let's uh, go to the phones. 888-589-8840. Let's start with uh, John calling from Texas. John, you're on with Kevin McCullough, Anne-Marie Morell, Morgan Brittany, and Dr. Gina Loudon. Go right ahead. Um, yes, I just had a question with, uh, for y'all. Uh, me and my wife have been married for two years. Um, we just recently, kind of like a prodigal son and daughter, um, but we started getting back into church after we got married. But I just had a question about, you know, how do I go about, you know, what what should the woman be doing and how should I be the man that I need to be to, you know, be... That's an interesting question. And, and John, I, I appreciate it, the fact that you got to the question because I was a little worried there to where you were <laughs> going to land that plane. But uh, thanks for the for the call. But no, he, he's... He captured something that I wrote about and that I think that you guys can probably relate to, and that is that women, uh, men have been scared into becoming shadows of what God actually made them to be. So who wants well, to... Well, they've received mixed messages, right. Kevin. Yeah. I mean, yeah. guys are afraid to open a car door for crying out loud. They might get a lecture over it. They might get kicked. They might get sued for crying out loud. You can't even tell a woman she's pretty anymore in the workplace or you're a sexual harasser. No wonder this poor guy's confused. No wonder his wife's confused. She's been fed a lot of messages, too, that right. we feel are, are completely contrary to what is productive, especially in a godly marriage. And so, John... God bless you guys. And I think it's so awesome, first of all, that you both are aware of it and that you're willing and wanting to do something about it. There's another factor at play, though, here, and that's personality traits. As my background is psychology, so excuse me while I go a little psychobabble on you for just a moment. But <laughs> consider your own personality traits. It might even be worth your time to get, to take the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator Test, the MBTI. It'll tell you exactly your types, and it'll tell you how you relate to one another. I also am a firm believer in the love languages stuff. Uh, but, but get that, because it could be that she has a more dominant personality than you. So don't kick yourself for that. This is the relationship with my husband and I, because I happen to have a really strong dominant personality as well. No. No. In fact, I think all three of us probably fit in this category. But you know what? When he says to me, this really matters to me, and I really have strong leadership from God on this, I shut up and sit down. And Mm. I'm happy to do that because I desire his protection because it's biblical and it's right on every time. So when God gives you the message, there you go. You've got it. So I hope that makes sense. All right, John. Also, as a woman, I, I... I personally have so much more respect for a man who's strong and assertive and isn't afraid of me or or of any woman. If you're afraid, it shows. We smell fear. If you're you're raising a son, (laughs) you need a man to be a man, to to be a perfect role model for that son. Because the role models that are out there, believe me. Well, and when you talk about uh, certain ethnic demographics as well, you're talking about uh, a vacuum of Mm. manhood that uh, is only producing greater and greater uncertainty and lack of confidence in terms of what that means. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where if you really, and we we joked about uh, writing the book for men and you needed only three things. Men are simple. Men are simple, but those three (laughs) things are key. Kevin McCullough is my name. I am honored to be uh, joined in studio today. A very special treat. Not one guest, but three very special ones. Anne-Marie Morell, Morgan Brittany, and Dr. Gina Loudon. The name of the book is What Women Really Want. And uh, it's been endorsed literally from everybody from Glenn Beck to Sarah Palin and everybody in between. No, there's not too many in between. Uh, but uh, pick it up. It's a, it's a great read. And it, 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 it handles some very interesting uh, content. They start out with what women never wanted. Uh, what makes an actual woman. I would recommend all the men in the audience uh, read that part especially so that they actually know what they're uh, dating when they decide to. And then what women actually do want. And then there's uh, some additional resources that are in the back. But I'm allowing you to interact with these uh, three fantastic ladies. And I'm glad that uh, you've got some good questions and some interesting uh, comments for them. Let's go to Philip. Philip, you're next with uh, the whole gang here in New York. Go right ahead. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call, ladies. Absolutely. God bless you for what you do. Uh, as a pastor uh, who performs weddings and marriage counseling and stuff, I wanted to address what the first gentleman asked and talked about in the word submissive. Uh, that's a word that's clearly misunderstood, even among many Christians. And in my counseling and in uh, some wedding ceremonies, I try to uh, expound a little bit on that. Uh, A husband is told that he should nurture and cherish. Nurture means to provide for and to protect. Uh, Cherish means to prize above all others and everything else. And so uh, 
when a when a husband does that, he's not only doing it for his wife, he's doing it for his children. And so when a wife is to be submissive to her husband, it doesn't mean that she's a slave by any means. It, it means that she honors and respects the authority that God has given her husband in the relationship, uh, and it means that she supports him in that. She is submissive to that, because here's the big thing a lot of people don't understand, is that a husband, when he stands before God, he is going to answer for how he uh, has raised his family, how he has provided for them, how he's protected them, how he has uh, nurtured and cherished. Uh, and that's why the husband is going to answer for the family, not the wife. And so, Philip, I, I, uh, I, I catch your drift, and I thank you for the call. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough, and I've got some great news for you. Uh, you've been hearing me for weeks brag about the new quality of sleep I get uh, in each and every night that I now sleep on a thing called my pillow. It's uh, for a lot of scientific uh, scientific reasons as to why that's occurring. Uh, one is they've got this interlocking fill that stays in place and supports your head. Uh, and does it uh, better than down, better than memory foam, better than anything else that's out there because the way it interlocks and works together. It's just better technology. But the other parts of my pillow that are awesome is that that technology has now brought about them some recognition. For instance, they have been named the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. Now, that's like the Food and Drug Administration for uh, your organic broccoli. They're saying this is the best. It's the only pillow endorsed by the National Sleep Foundation. Now, if that means something to you, and I would think it does, then you should take advantage of their incredible celebration. Because for the month of September, Mike at MyPillow told me that they're going to take 50% off everything in the MyPillow store because both their pillow and their bed topper were named the official products of the National Sleep Foundation. Again, only endorsing one product in each category that they uh, list. Now, the bed topper, I've told you about that too. My lovely bride, it's four inches of sheer a wonderfulness on top of our mattress. Uh, she is now expecting our next child, and she had not been sleeping well. We got this bed topper. She began to sleep long and deep every single night. In fact, uh, this uh, holiday weekend, she woke up on one day and said, Oh, man, I can't believe what good sleep I got last night. In fact, uh, uh, the, the father-in-law has been over visiting for most of the month of August. He wanted to see his grandbabies. He lives in California. We live in New York. And uh, he, he had had a hard time with sleep apnea and snoring and some other stuff. We gave him a my pillow his second night of his three-week visit. We didn't hear him snore the rest of his visit. In fact, he said, can I take the my pillow home? <laughs> Well, we're going to make sure he gets more than just that because we're going to take advantage of the 50% off sale at MyPillow.com celebrating the fact that the National Sleep Foundation has named them the products that they will endorse. They also uh, guarantee, they, MyPillow, guarantees their product not to go flat for 10 full years. It's warranted for a decade. I dare you to find a pillow that has that kind of guarantee of performance anywhere else. And for whatever reason, if you just don't like it, don't like the way it looks, whatever, you can return it, no questions asked, the first 60 days that you have it. What do you have to lose? Absolutely nothing. But here's what I need you to do. I need you to call this number and get your my pillow ordered and take advantage of that 50% off uh, everything in their store. It's 800-506-2641. Now, this is only for the month of September. 800-506-2641, and use promo code KMC for Kevin McCullough when you call. That's 800-506-2641 or MyPillow.com. we experience anything like this again in our lives. One, two, three, four. One team had the longest winning streak in sports history. 12 years, 151 games in a row. Inspired by the extraordinary true story of De La Salle High School. We were never just about winning. We were built on families and our town coming together. Until... The longest winning streak in sports history is now over. But when you lose more than a game, how do you find your way back? People always ask me what it's like to never lose. Today I am lost. Because it's not about winning. We got caught up in the hype, the glory, and the relentless pressure. That's not who we are. It's about growing up. Don't let a game define who you are. Let the way you live your lives do that. It's about standing tall. When the Game Stands Tall, a film about faith, family, and football. Starring Jim Caviezel. In theaters August 22nd. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Go to StandTallResources.com. I want to live like this and give it all I have. 
888-589-8840. One comment on that, ladies, and I'll get your response to this. When we are talking about uh, the nurturing and cherishing, those are words that are very ugly words in the modern culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, that, because they're code, code language, the secularists will say, for control or permission to control in people's lives. But I have yet, in all of my travels, to find one lady in my entire life that doesn't love being nurtured and cherished. And protected. And protected. Yep. And protected. I mean, that's, that's a, and so, you know, if, if, the feminists, the old feminists have changed the word protection to control. I don't know about you, but when a guy's putting his life on the line for me, I don't feel like that's a control thing. I, I, not that there haven't been controlling men, and we all get that there are bad players in every right. field. There are bad women, too, by the way. And we're not all victims, either. And so when a man is strong and uh, and he has a, a woman that he wants to protect— it, it, it's just it's an outrage that that the old feminists have tried to take this away from from the modern women who do enjoy being nurtured, being loved, being cherished, being put on a pedestal, being treasured, as you said. So it, it, it absolutely galls me. And another one of the reasons why we wrote the book in the yeah. first place. What women really want is the name of the book and uh, go over to Amazon and get a copy. Uh, it is on Kindle and uh, regular uh, Amazon hardcore and hardback, yes. hardback yep. at the and hardback. call your bookstore. It should be. In your town, but right? uh, yeah, I love the ebooks now. I did like they don't take yeah. up uh, when you work in talk radio. And Dr. Gina, you know this. Uh, you get sent everything under everything. the sun. Everything that you never <laughs> wanted to see comes into your mailbox. Yes, it does. Uh, but this is one of them I would have paid mm. to get. So uh, you go just, out can and you do just the gave same. my secret away, Kevin, to everyone who for Christmas gets books for me, <laughs> and now they know why. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Uh, I was at this long before you, Dr. Gina. Let's just, let's just be clear. Long. Uh, well, long. Let, let's talk about a uh, couple of the things that because. Uh, I just lost uh, the the phone connection to uh, the uh, phone bank. But let's talk about uh, some of the steps that you ladies see and how women begin to reclaim back what they really do want in the culture that we're in. Mm. One of the things that we do, like like Gina said, we have women from across the United States who are stay-at-home moms. They homeschool. They're activists. We have some some doctors we are they're they're regular women who got fed up with with just watching the world go by and watching things happen in their country without being able to do anything about it and they they reached out to us they wanted to know what what can i what can i do to do more and um we try to to lift them up we've got to we've got to raise each other up and we've and you've got to be able to use your gifts and talents Everyone can do something. You don't have to be a writer. You don't have to be whatever you can do. But everyone, we need every single human being in this fight now. Every conservative needs to step step up to the plate because we will lose our country if we don't all do something. Morgan, right. you wanted to jump in on that. Yeah, and yeah. and don't let the media and the and the uh, you know the radical left define who you are. Mm-hmm. You are just as viable taking care of your children and raising your family and being a wonderful wife as a nuclear scientist. Believe me, you are just as viable as a woman who who is in a different field than you are. Don't let them demean you. Don't let them pull you down for your religious beliefs. Speak out. Be strong. That's what we try to get that message out to women. If you have issues with your school, if you're not homeschooling your children and they're going to uh, public school and you have issues, go in, speak your mind, and do it in the way that we do as women. You don't get angry. You don't get shrill. You do it in a very intelligent way. Know what you're talking about. Make your points. And I'm telling you, women can be empowered to do so much. But we are raising the next generation of Americans. And if we don't do it right, things are going to be lost. So it is really in the hands of the families that we do it correctly. It's got to be done intentionally, though. And, Dr. Gina, I think one of the things that is important, and we just found out in the McCullough household, we're going to be the first-time parents of a baby girl come February. Oh, no. February. And after, after having three sons in oh, the equation, uh, you can't imagine how, you know, panic over-the-top <laughs> mom is because she's not going to be alone in the house anymore. 
but uh, you've got to be intentional, and you've got to do you've got to do training in the next generation, and and let these girls that are coming up understand that their beauty isn't what the culture says, that yes. their gifts isn't right. what the culture says, right. their their purpose isn't what the culture says. It's got to be done, mom to to daughter, dad to daughter. It's got to be generation to generation. And that's in the book. We really try to provide a roadmap for people, not just for women, but how can we reclaim our femininity? How can we re-emasculate men to make them into the real men that, that real painful. woman, real, real, <laughs> <laughs> that real women really want? And one of the things we talk about in there are our labels, and I, and we talk about it's funny. You know, my dad is a super liberal. My uh, my Morgan sitting right across from me. She has in studio with us today a friend who does agree on most political things um, but we've talked we're talking here about how important it is that we reclaim words like choice mm-hmm. um, when they've taken away our choices they politicized our bodies in our bedrooms and decided that they were going to make the choices about those things and that they were going to inject more government into what should be our very private choices um, to things like charity we we say the old feminists all they could talk about was the me generation if you're having a bad day go get your nails done go to a spa go get a massage really I tell you what, I've counseled people in suicide many times, and I can tell you what they need to do is go and give. And you know that. And, and, and people who are smart and keep themselves mentally fit, they know this. We believe we rise by lifting other people. Hmm. And then that last concept that we have to reclaim is freedom. Freedom is not about being free uh, to, for, for them to inject their uh, theocracy of political correctness on us. Freedom is about our being free to worship our God as we please and to, uh, to abolish any of the myths that have led us to believe that that's somehow the wrong thing to do. His father had a plan. God set you apart, son. You're going into the ministry. I don't hear this call daddy wants me to hear. His family had a secret. You're about as close to the real thing as I've ever seen. It's time to tell him the truth. He has a right to know who he is. But only God knew his destiny. Just want to work some of my songs. Nobody wants to hear your songs. You're a pretender, buddy. You are nothing. The love of God seeks us in every situation. If he is in your dreams, nothing can stand against him. Starring Seth Green, Ashley Judd, Blake Rain, and Ray Liotta. The Identical. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters September 5th. See the trailer at theidenticalmovie.com. And if you're a regular listener to the Kevin McCullough Show, you know that I spent some time in Israel this past spring. When I got back, I realized there are so many people that would like to go see the land of Israel. But I know that it's expensive and times are tough. So one of the things I thought I could do, just because I wanted to, was take some of the 1,000 photos that I took while I was there, distill them to about 400, and put them in a book so that people could see at least what I saw through the lens of my camera. I did not realize what a joy and blessing it was going to be to so many people. That's why we decided to offer it in the ebook format. Yeah, a photo ebook that you can download to your tablet, to your smartphone, or to your computer. And if you would like a copy of the Kevin McCullough photo ebook on his trip to Israel titled From Shiloh to Shalom, all you got to do is send me an email, kmcradio at gmail.com, and request Israel ebook. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. It's Kevin McCullough. You know, my business partner, Stephen Baldwin, has always been invested in his health. He's got a busy schedule, and it hasn't always allowed him to eat very well. But when Stephen came across a technology that turned whole foods into supplements without losing any of the nutrient content, he knew he had to take advantage of it. The result is called This Life Now, a line of supplements named for one of Stephen's favorite scriptures, John 10.10. I've come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. God gives us eternal life, but he also wants to give us abundant life, exactly where we are right now, and This Life Now helps us achieve just that. So we want you to go to the website and try it for yourself. You'll get more whole food nutrients per day. You'll get more energy and better overall health, more time to enjoy the abundance God has provided. Would you get online? 
thislifenow.net, thislifenow.net, or 844-592-5433. That's 844-592-5433. Providing whole food nutrition in convenient supplement form. That's thislifenow.net. Work hard, play hard, listen hard. The revolution with rum. Renewing minds every day. Negative public spectacle of evil. The battles of the capital of the world. The musclehead revolution. When I was a kid growing up, and we were very old-fashioned in, in the South, and you know, we were all weird, uh, that most people would say. <laughs> but my dad would walk around the car and open the car door for my mom. She would yeah. not get out of the car until he walked around. It wasn't because he yeah. said, don't get out of the car until I walk around. No. Run, he, run, she, she run wanted him. She wanted to be nurtured that way. She yeah, wanted to be cherished that way. It's respect. That's what it is. It's respect. And you know what's funny is that uh, in, in the culture, we, we send that message now, but you know, when guys are still trying to convince the girl on that first date, they still they still get cleaned up. They still put on a nice suit. They still open the door. They do all that stuff. It's uh, after a little while they go, well, okay, it's all it's all good because we're all equal and everything, and we don't have to worry about it now. Well, yeah, when, I think that that all of this it, it was typified with the when we talked earlier about Beyonce mm-hmm. at the VMAs. The other side of that coin was what happened with Sofia Vergara at the Emmy Awards. They literally put her on a pedestal and and shown they showed how beautiful and funny and 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 smart she had to be successful to be on that pedestal on television on the Emmys. So she represented kind of a well-rounded woman who she was proud of her body and proud of her curves. I thought that was such a, a beautiful moment, and it was a joke. It was it was farcical. It was satire. But she, yeah, yeah. She, it was satire. Yeah. But she was she was laughing at herself. She was self-deprecating. That to me, she represented class and elegance and what the modern woman is about. That's why they hated that so much. They do not want women to see themselves as a Sofia Vergara. They want women to look like Beyonce, dancing on a, on a stage like a stripper with the word feminist behind her. Again, it, it actually that word should have been sexualist. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. about her performance was uh, focused on sex. Everything about Sophia was focused on womanhood. They they do not want that. They are trying to eliminate that, that from the narrative and from everything about women. One last call, Brian in Texas. Uh, you're on with Kevin McCullough, Morgan, Anne Marie, and Dr. Gina. Hi. Hi, Kevin. Thank you for having me on. Uh, sure. Basically, I just wanted to make a comment. I, you know, I grew up. I was a teenager back in the '60s in the Midwest. I grew up and watched how the country had changed. I seen all the the Leave It to Beaver families just fall to the wayside, and now, you know, now here I am in my '60s and I'm seeing it from another perspective. I just wanted to thank you, ladies, for writing this book and mm-hmm. really hope it lights a fire, because mm-hmm. uh, if we don't do something. We're going to lose a lot more in just femininity. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah no kidding, Brian. So right. You've got well, that right. Yeah. That's, see, that's one of those big, strong men that listen to the Kevin McCullough yeah, show. That's right. So, Sue, you hang in there. <laughs> They're out there. And they go get him, Sue. But you know, that he's so right. We've we've emasculated our culture to such a point that you see our president uh, not even acting masculine in the traditional sense, not acting protective, not right. acting. He nurtured. didn't get right. angry when one of our citizens was beheaded. And uh, why? Mr. Why? Because the because the president has taken no strong stand. We're seeing the other presidents and leaders of other nations taking a much stronger stand. And we're going. Wait a minute. Yeah. Aren't we? Aren't we? The United States. States of America, aren't we supposed to be, uh, you know, I believe in American exceptionalism, and I believe that we're great because America is good. Where's that in this president? And and those are traits of masculinity. And as an emasculated culture, we shouldn't be surprised that we have a leader who's kind of afraid to ever act on anything. That's right. And in, in the, in the uh, going back to the media, Look at how many sitcoms portray men as idiots. Really? The majority, Think the overwhelming majority. If you if you watch a comedy show, they're they're idiots or they're they're dysfunctional or whatever. How fast this hour went by! <laughs> uh, I'm going to be sad to say goodbye Aww. to them, but you go get the book and you can have a little piece of them in your own home.